Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Season 2. That was Roman's intro. That was Roman's intro music. (laughs) Um, I'm a a superstar now. I got intro music. (laughs) (laughs) True. Um, So, hey guys. There's usually not a podcast episode that's recorded on a Sunday during the daytime and then released. If I do record Sundays, it's usually for future episodes that are coming out uh, like months in advance. Uh, So I typically make episodes on Sundays like by myself and guests, you know, will be reserved for the week. And for Saturday, so my podcast recording timeline is basically going to be Saturday and Sunday with me working ten to five every day of the week and doing stuff. I would be I'll be tired after work, and I won't be able to podcast after work because you'll basically know why in just a second. But after work time is not for podcasting unless it's like a guest. Like if I'm doing a guest, then yeah, but regular podcast episodes. Nah, but um, I'll tell you about that later. I brought Roman back because he requested one last appearance in season two. We tried yesterday, but the episode that we would have done was at risk of being struck with the copyright, and I cannot, cannot afford that. So instead of discussing what we were going to talk about, I'm going to let Roman discuss one little thing that he wanted to share with you all. Uh, so you're going to get a free life tip before we get into the topic, and then we'll get into the topic, so go ahead, bro. Uh, well, first, I want to thank you for the opportunity, and thank you for having me back. You're welcome. Um, but this goes out to people who are struggling, but they want to get better. You know, they, they're like, okay, I know where my weaknesses are. And I'm doing my best to better myself. So we all have friends, loved ones, significant others who, you know, 
back in the day we used to hang with do certain things with. Like I'm gonna take this more towards the couple side, you know, because you've all hopefully dated. If you're watching this, I believe you would be of age, you know, where you've had at least one girlfriend or boyfriend. You know? And when I because this is a recent thing for me. I'm trying to better myself when it comes to lust. So, my one of my exes, you know, I'm pretty cool with my exes for the most part, especially when we end on good terms. I just like to keep friends. I don't like enemies. But they sent me a text saying, wake up. And I'm trying to figure out why, you know, I'm thinking something's wrong. They need to talk, you know. And um, they're like, I want to cuddle. And I'm just like, really? You you want you want me to wake up because you want to cuddle? Really? You're like, ah. And I'm just like, mm, I'm not feeling it for real, for real. And they're trying to really understand why. And I'm like, I'm not going to put myself in a specific situation where I know when we cuddle we touch each other in a certain way that is not appealing before God. You know, so I'd make the conscious decision and if I would have went up there and cuddled with her, my <sighs> the conviction would have been real from the Holy Spirit. And like, you, you're not supposed to be doing this. What, is, what are you doing, man? Like, bro, you know you're trying to better yourself. So what I did was I ran from that situation. And it wasn't a physical run. It was a spiritual run where, you know, like, you know, I'm not putting myself in that situation. I'm going to, you know, stay down here. I'm going to lay down till breakfast starts, eat breakfast, work on some homework, and record this podcast. A friend of mine. You know, and the sad thing is her... She didn't fully understand that. In her opinion, you know, she believes that in order to grow, you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. And yes, that can be very true in certain situations, like athletics, you know, you know, trying out, uh, working out, you know. It can be very true, but in some situations where you're trying to better yourself, and I feel like when it comes to spiritually and you know, that you're weak in a certain area, my thing and my advice and my little life tip would be to don't let yourself be coerced or convinced into doing something where you may revert back to a way that you're trying to escape from. You know, whether it be lusting after someone, watching porn, having sex, you know, just do your best to not put yourself in situations where you know you're going to be tempted to do the wrong thing. And that's not saying that we won't be in situations where we'll be tempted, because we will be. But you can consciously not put yourself willingly in that position. And I asked her, why would, why would you willingly put yourself in that situation? And she didn't understand where I was coming from spiritually, you know, because like I said, she believes that you have to go out and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And in some instances, that's 
true. But in this instance, I believe that is not true. I believe that instead of testing the waters, it's better to run away, you know, and run to a stop. So that's my little itty bitty life tip for you all today. Oh. Pass the mic back over to the man, Nate. Oh, there's plenty more life tips to go around, but I really appreciate that. Um, It's a good reminder to just flee temptation, watch who you hang around, watch who you, you know, allow to come back into your life, etc., etc., etc. Now, speaking of uncomfortable situations... Today, Roman and I are going to talk about something that I was going to talk about myself, but I just decided to bring him along for the ride. We're going to talk about adult life and what we envision for ourselves moving forward. Because if you all remember, Roman and I met when we were in college. And we were in, when you're in college, the young people will get a taste of this in episode 12. But when you're in college, you know, you really don't have to do much adulting. That changes when you get out of college or when you get close enough to being out of college like Roman is. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, So, I'll start off and talk about myself a little bit. Those of you who have been around... You'll pretty much remember this for the ones who are new. Allow me to explain. So, back in season one, I shared how life was for me growing up in terms of, you know, socializing, making friends. That episode's called From Social Nobody to Social Butterfly. And then... Later on in that season, I talked about my experiences with women and how that, you know, started out and where I got as far as how I came to be with the ladies. And now, and then around episode one of this season... Hold on, no, it was Was it episode one of this season? Yeah, it was episode one of this season. I'm sorry. Episode one of this season I did talk about some things that were going to happen later in the year. But uh we're already a good month into sorry, almost two months if you can believe it. Cause February literally will be over. After the next two weeks. So we're almost two months into the new year. So some of these things I talked about on New Year's Day. uh, Or in the first episode of season one. Is actually about to happen soon. Um, So. Here's what I'm talking about. Heading into this year. Things are changing. This is because of 
general growth and expansion. For those of you who are in your career life, like me, you'll automatically understand where this, you know, where I'm coming from. And Roman understands where I'm coming from because I'll let him share some things about where he's at. But uh, just to start off, in Roman's case, this is why I'm glad he's here. He, We just talked a little bit before starting re- the recording of this episode, and he mentioned to me that he has one full calendar year of school left. So if you're if you are in school, you know that school goes by semesters and each semester has a specific set of months. So the semester typically starts around August, September-ish and then semester 1 ends around December-ish when we get to Christmas time and then in January, whether it's early January, late January, whatever, it starts back up and then it ends in May. Or if you're in um, high school, some high school stretch into June. But typically May, June ish is when things end, regardless of whether you're in high school or regardless of whether you're in college. And so with Roman having one more year left, this is about the time where he's not only finishing up his classes, he's doing a lot of planning. And um, Roman, as you all know from the last episode he was in, episode two, he went from the DMV to Arizona. So before Roman gets anywhere close to applying for career jobs, that is the number one thing he has to figure out. He's got to figure out Am I staying in Arizona or am I coming back home? I'll let him answer that when he gets to his part. Should I? Thank you. Should I go? But um, that's where I am, basically. There comes a period in each young person's life where they reach, you know, 23, 24, 25. Or it may happen sooner, depending upon how far along you are in your adult life. I know two young ladies two twin young ladies who are both 22, I think. They're both 22. They live, you know, outside of their parents' home, I believe, or one of them does. One of them has a house, I think, at 22. And they have boyfriends and they have cars. But just the fact that they have experience living outside the home and they have their own cars at 22 an age range where most young people really don't have that that's 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 amazing that means that you're well versed in adult life and they pay their own bills and they pay their tax i mean good grief man like tax seasons here they pay their taxes so anyway the point i'm trying to make here is there comes a point in each person in each young person's life where it's not so much focused on because that stuff will come. The the bills, the taxes, the car, the house, apartment, that stuff is coming. But what isn't anticipated is where you end up spending more time with your friends than you do your family. And 
if you're like me and Roman, you faithfully are part of a church as well. So your church family becomes just as close to you as your family is, leaving your actual family in the background. And like I said, you know, majority of young adults discover this through moving to another state to pursue their career after they graduate college. That's where Roman is at. He's either going to stay where he's at or he's going to move back here to the DMV to pursue his, you know, career. In my case, you know, I'm here in the DMV and I'm not being called out of state, but I'll still need to have certain things in place because of, you know, changing family dynamics. But it's happening now at 25 versus happening at 26, 27, et cetera, et cetera. For some people, their family, you know, is elsewhere. They've already moved to a different state and they have to navigate the difficulties of friendship from scratch. I know one of my friends that hosts a podcast out in uh, Pennsylvania, I think that's where she's at. Her family's here in the DMV. She's out there in Pennsylvania slash New York. And uh, if you're in suburban areas without a vehicle, that's difficult. Um, But if you're in the city, you know, you have a little bit more uh, freedom and less things to deal with when it comes to this. But yeah, that's why we're talking about adult life today, because for me... My job and home are literally walking distance. So when I get when I get my car, and that's that part of the year is coming very fast. Most of my driving time is going to be spent going on social moves, but I'll explain that later. Um, like I said, Roman, he's got to figure out what he where he wants to physically live state wise. Then he can look for a job in his career field, and then he's got to contend with friends and, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to let Roman talk for a bit and explain where his process is, where he's thinking about going, what he thinks about doing. Because once he's out, he's out, college is over, and he's free. So, go ahead, bro. What's up with your plans? Unless I decide to get another degree. I don't know if I'm going to do that. That just... <gasps> okay. Um, yeah. But you're very right when it comes to growing up, you kind of put your family in the background. I know it can sound a little harsh, but it, it's kind of a part of growing up. It, it genuinely happens where, you know, you don't want to be up underneath your folks or your siblings all the time. You want to spend time with friends, you know, for those of you that are party goers, you want to go out, enjoy the town, you know, ride around at midnight while there's nothing open besides a Denny's and a IHOP with four or five of your friends cracking dumb jokes at a table, you know, those are the experiences that a lot of people love and enjoy, and I feel like certain colleges give you that, not all. But where I'm at on my adult journey, I'm put that in air quotes, (laughs) because sometimes I feel like an adult, other times I feel like a child. And that's because I'm weird. 
And I believe that I, I believe that each and every one of you is weird in your own way. But when I introduce myself, I'm like, I'm weird. If you remember episode two, I'm like, hi, I'm Roman, I'm weird. I give them that warning because I don't want them to put me in any kind of pre-made social mode that they already have conceived in their mind just based on how I look. Because that's what made it about a couple months ago. I had dreads. They were like, oh, he smokes a lot. Oh, he drinks. He does this. He does that. You know, now I have a low-cut shape you know, and they'll probably like, oh, he's a nerd, you know. Like, no, nah, I'll tell you I'm weird flat out because I don't want to fit into any of the modes that you've pre-created. The only mode I'm trying to fit into is God's mode. But anyway, um, coming to career choices and whatnot, it's, it's daunting. And at, on certain days, it has its moments where it's just like, what are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do, bro? You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'll literally answer myself, I do not know. Because, in all honesty, I don't. Because, God forbid, that I can leave this earth within the next 20 to 30 minutes. Yep. You know, our life isn't guaranteed tomorrow. It really isn't. So, what I'm trying to do is take it a day at a time. Make sure that I set time aside for just me and God. And then it with the rest of life. Because as long, one thing I've come to learn growing up, you know, is as long as you have God on your side and are actually trusting in Him and letting Him lead you and guide you, no matter what you are going through, no matter what obstacles may pop up in your path, he has already made a way for you. He's already fought the battle for you. And he's still walking with you. He just needs you to trust. Honestly. So I I used to struggle with that a lot. I used to try to figure out how to do it on my own. And I'd end up falling flat on my face a lot of the time. And I didn't know why. And it caused me to be so frustrated for so long. I was like, what is going on? You know? And I don't know what really kind of made me step back and say, let me, let me try God's way, not my way. It just happened. And I was so happy with it. I have a senior project coming up. Let's put it this way. We call it our student innovation project where we have to innovate and do something different. We don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel, but we have to do something that hasn't been done before. So me and another person are doing a virtual reality PTSD simulator. They're like, okay, what's different about that? Well, the game side of it is that we want to have a mini game that actually has coping mechanisms inside the new game. And that, the mechanism that I chose was the repetitive chanting mantra. And that's where people who 
have come back from war or, you know, there's different levels of PTSD, there's different types, and there's different, many different coping ways. And one of the ways that I found was, especially in our veterans, they'll go, this is not real. This is not real. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm in control. I'm in control. And they will keep that so that they will keep their grip on reality because they have many different triggers. And, well, we have to get approved to even do these projects. Like, we have to go to our subject matter experts, and that, that's, uh, if you're not into uh, talking <laughs> or presenting or doing presentations, <laughs> that would terrify you. <clears throat> I'm an extrovert, but <laughs> it didn't bother me much, but it, after I had finished presenting it for the first time, they... Right. They literally like ripped me. They're like, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? They poked so many holes mm-hmm. into my project. And I'm just like, bro. And one of the people that was a part of my group, he is now no longer even a student here. So I'm just like, oh my goodness, now I got to do this myself. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. throughout the first semester of it, which was last semester, I was able to get a my working prototype, you know? And I showed it off, it was like, okay, cool. But as I continue to work, the stress continued to grow because not only did we want the mini game to work, we also wanted to have a win and loss condition. We also wanted to have if you lost, you would lose your grip on reality and have a hellish scene play before you. You know, we wanted to walk that line. The scope of that project is huge. You know, and I was sitting down just yesterday with my professor that's actually going to be grading me on my uh, And he was like, your functionality is perfect. Like, you're just showing, you're just showing the proof of concept. You know, because I was told that I should probably make in-world objects. You know, kind of make this like a full game. And with that thought process, on a scale of 1 to 10, my stress level is through the roof. It got so bad at one point in time that I was working on the project and nothing that I was trying to do was working. I wanted to punch the computer screen and cry. So That's how stressed I was. It was, it was mentally bad. It was really bad. And I've never been that stressed before and that upset and frustrated. So how did it, it how did it all end to wrap this up, how did it all end? It came back to just talking to my professors and he's like, Well, you have the prototype. All you need to do now is document your thought process and get a presentation ready for when you come back in the fall. And I'm just like, Are you serious? Like, uh, you're, you're not jacking, jinking my chain, you're not pulling my leg, you're not yoking me around like I'm a puppet right now, right? You're, you're serious. Right. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And I lied to you not. After I had finished talking to them, oh my goodness, I was just like, Jesus, thank you. Right. Oh my gosh. Because I, I was just praying. I was like, Jesus, I need you to make a way. I need you to make a way because I didn't see it. Right. I didn't see it. But the thing that I want each and every person to take away from that story is that 
even though I didn't see it, I still trusted in him that he'd do it. Because our God that we serve can do all things but fail. And he, like, if that don't prove it to you, I don't really know what will. You must, might just have to experience it for yourself. Because, man, oh, man. That stress went from a 10 down all the way to a 1. And I'm like, I can bang out paperwork easily. Like, that is not a problem for me. Like, mm. oh man, I do be going on a tangent. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's 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 okay. I definitely um, understand where that comes from. I think your whole point was just you know trust God, and um, that is tr- also that is very true. Um, at the same time, though. I would like to remind everybody of Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, which says with where there's no vision, the people perish, which basically means God doesn't want us to be lazy. He wants us to plan and prepare and, you know, figure out what we want to do. It's 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 on him as to how things actually play out. And you're also right that people are dying at a rapid rate and we don't know when our time is. But while we're still here and we still have time. Why not avoid laziness and actually put it in work, which is where the whole concept of this, you know, came from, you know, with, you know, DMV versus Arizona, because, you know, look, because I'm, I'm excited, like, I know for a fact that the reason why I told you all I wouldn't be recording podcast episodes during the week is because when I get off work, I'm gonna be tired, so... After 5 p.m., when I shut the office down or close the office down, shut off my computer, log off the system and stuff like that, I will mostly be with, you know, friends for the most part. Um, you can catch, you probably catch me out Liberty, probably be in D.C. somewhere, other Maryland spots. Crofton, Odenton, I'll probably be in Virginia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, mostly because like I'll he's be... not doing all of that. This man is knocked out sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be everywhere, pretty much. So that's basically my plan for, you know, definitely later in the year, which is mostly why podcast episodes can't be recorded during the week unless there's like guest appearances and so that's basically life like like Roman said you know you're gonna be in those situations where you're gonna you know be closer to friends than family and that's what I wanted to find out from Romans that you know he's with friends now he's in school um but you know, what do you envision? I, I know you don't know what, you know, job you're going to work, but I mean, would you want to come back over this side? You want to stay in Arizona? Um, what are you going to do after 5 p.m. when you're when your job is over? Unless you have a business, but yeah, like, or do you like going, do you want to go out somewhere in terms of like, uh, you're probably not a club person, but that's what most young people do on Friday nights. They hit clubs and party, 
not the move anymore, at least for me. Um, but I mean, I definitely will continue to be with my group of friends I've developed over here to chill. You know, we'll go places once a month as a group. I definitely plan on getting back in the dating game. Um, you know, time occupiers, because Roman can tell you firsthand, you know, to finish this up, you know, that, you know, his family's definitely, you know, in different places where they can't be as close. So, yeah, man, like, tell us, tell us a little bit about your vision. Well, my vision is to hopefully get a job in the game industry so that I can make, well, help make games that some of our listeners and some of our listeners' children will enjoy and love to play. But I don't always see myself fully there or staying there that long. If I also want my own business, something that I can teach my kids. True. So they personally don't have to work for anyone if they don't want to. You know, so they learn about how to deal with taxes, how to actually run a business, how to save money. You know, that's what I would love to do. You know, I also have a drive for architecture. You know, that's why I mentioned before I started the big tangent was going and getting another degree. Mm. Because there were times while I was here where I was like, should I transfer? Should I just give up on game, game design? Should I just move on? Because looking at it realistically, it's hard to get into the game industry. Very hard, even as a game test. Wow. I know we always see these ads on our social media. Do you want to be a game tester? You know, or get paid for game test. You know, <laughs> you know like, those jobs really don't pay the bills. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. It's very, very hard to get those jobs because everyone wants to play games. But it's not necessarily playing games as you would think. It's literally running into a wall for two hours to see if you can face through it. You know, it's not that glamorous. And me being a designer, which is basically the idea guy who comes up with the levels, you know, the characters, the different types of games, most companies are going to look at me and be like, why should I hire you? Why should I trust you with a project when right out of college and you have no experience mm. in nothing? But why should I trust you? You know, and that's why being a game programmer or a programmer in general or an artist will get you a job in the game industry faster than a designer. So what I've decided to do was I dabbled in just about everything. I know a little bit of coding. I know how to create art assets. You know, I'm a jack of all trades. I'm literally, just before this call, I was working on a level where I'm, I'm working on a 3D platform. You know, where it's different puzzles, lights come on and off, you know. I just added cameras. And no, that kind of seems small. But it, it really, like the back end of it is just like a lot of, okay, this doesn't work, how can I get this to work? Okay, I want to work, I want this to work, but it's not doing what I need. How can I get it to work? And it's literally a power is just sitting there trying to figure out how things are going to work. And if they don't, how to get them to work. You know, it's really a tough thing. And coming up, starting uh, the fall semester, I plan on 
sitting down with my uh, counselors and seeing if they can help me with finding jobs along with talking to some of the connections I've made. Because one of the newer professors that came to our campus, actually, I know him personally thanks to him inviting me to their game studio, which is out here in Arizona. Ooh, okay. I was I was very happy to get a tour of their studios and actually get to pick his brain about art and design. You know, I stood out to him and he invited me. So that's one connection that I had. And I'm planning on using the method. I'm going to learn. You know, if I decide to, after college, go and stay out here on the West Coast, I'd probably go to California and go to get another degree wow. in architecture. The only thing that would probably stop me, only two things, is God having a different plan. Three, not having the money to get there. <laughs> right. Or the third one, having a job already in the industry where I'm in joint. Right. If none of those things happen, I'm coming back to Maryland. Mm. And I'm going to work. And I'm going to try to build a business, you know, whether it's by myself or if I get a group of people together, you know, so yeah. I always want to work for someone and I don't always want my kids to work. I feel you. I totally feel you. Um, I know this ran a little super long, um, but I just want to throw one last thing in here. What do you, where what do you see as far as the vision regarding, uh, you know, friends? Have you made any friends for life that you can take past college into adulthood? Um, probably gonna have to make friends if you go to Cali. <laughs> you're gonna be making friends. If if you stay in Arizona, you probably have that chance. But man, I'm telling you, bro, like you're gonna have to figure that part out too because your friends are going to be with you for the rest of your life even when your family's not there so just quickly your thoughts on that and then we'll wrap up in like two minutes um friends that I can take with me from out here from college I've made a couple a couple of military people that really you know I can honestly say I trust with my life um but not me I keep my friend circle rather small mm. because it's better to know a lot of people and have few people know who you are. Ooh. Have a lot of people know of you. Wow. Like, I pretty much know everyone on campus, but I don't talk to everyone. True. On a deep level, I can say. Um, friends that I made in high school actually have lasted throughout the years, like, my friend, you know, she's still, she's literally become my sister today, you know, and I love her to death, you know, and just her journey with God and everything, I'm proud to be, proud to call her my sister, you know, because she pushes me to be better and get closer to God, and I do the same for her. Um, When I was at PG, I met a couple people who I am taking along. I can say I can count maybe on both hands 
How many friends that are probably going to be invited to my wedding, you know, from high school and college? True. You know? But where where I go from here is partially up to me, but at the end of the day, I'm leaving that in God's hands because I know he's going to lead me in the best direction. True. True. Well, we got to go. <laughs> this thing stretched <laughs> way longer than anticipated, but um, appreciate it, Roman, for coming back on. You'll see him again Looking in season three. Me. And um, that's it. Life tips. Uh, special episode timeline for at least February is over. Episode, <laughs> episode seven drops tomorrow. I'm excited about that one because I got my family member on board. And uh, back to backs, yes. <laughs> like I said, there won't be many podcast episodes that release on Sunday, but this was just a special day. Uh, as usual, you can find my social medias everywhere. Uh, Roman, did you tell people where they could find you on social media yet? Actually, no, I have not. I have not dropped my socials. This is, this is your thing, man. Like, I didn't want to step on any. No, stories. if if people if people need stories. more if people need more life tips from Roman, they're gonna need to know where to find you. So drop your socials, man. Okay, well for those of you listening, I'll drop my Instagram. Um, you can find me at the wolf underscore zero three one seven. Again, that is the wolf one altogether underscore zero three one seven. You can find me on Facebook at Roman Dixon. You know, um, I'm a simple guy. I'm very open to talk about literally anything. True. True. Talk about toenails if you want to. (laughs) Right. Very funny. (laughs) Anyway, when I bring him back for season three, we'll have something way more structured. But for now, enjoy this. Episode seven drops tomorrow at the regular time. And... We'll see you all in the next one. Take care, y'all. Thank you.